what's up everybody welcome to another brand new episode this week we talked about disciplining your kids and how you're gonna do it we also talked about same-sex relationships and what the perception of those are in the societies that we live in we talked about if you could be gossip girl from the show gossip girl or a from the show pretty little liars and then finally we played a nice game of slap or trash this week we have special guest host alexius b this is the experience you're not Darren. Not at all. Who are you? I'm Alexius B. Nice to meet everyone. Yes, today, welcome to the experience, everybody, this week. Today we have a special guest host. This is my twin flame. This is Alexius B. She is my road dog. I'll let her tell her, I'll let her tell you guys a little bit more about herself, but go for it. My name is Alexius B. Um, I'm 23 graduated from MSU just like Jay. I'm about to have a child in a few months, getting married and starting my new life. And I guess a fun fact about me is I'm an HBIC. Period. Yes, we love to hear it. Yeah, I'm so excited. Uh, I just can't wait to meet the baby, go to the wedding. I love weddings. It's weird. I have like wedding and baby fever out of nowhere right now. I'm, it, it's not going to happen for a minute for me, but I do have the fever for it. <laughs> fever is something. But let's go ahead and get right into it. So you just talked about you're about to be a mother and you're getting married and everything. And the first topic that we're going to talk about is, you know, discipline and when it comes to children and what do you think about whooping your children? So I'm going to go ahead and go first and say that I feel like I'm not going to whoop my kids just because I think about it in this way. I think about it as if I am whooping my child, right? And uh-oh, let me turn my phone off. You know, the hose. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I think about it like this. If I'm whooping my kid, right? that's more of like a impatience on me because they're not getting to the result that I want them to. And so because I want them to get to that result quickly, I'm whooping them. And so that's more impatience on my part versus like me sitting down and actually explaining to them or teaching them why what they're doing is not correct or how to get the better result, you know, and having more patience for them. I, I look at it in that way. And also just as somebody who has, who was whooped as a kid, like, I don't know, I don't want my kid to ever like be afraid of me or like have like any resentment. And not that I, you know, I don't have any like resentment or fear toward my parents today, but I mean, not gonna lie there, it was there for a minute. Um, and I, I just really don't want that relationship with my children. Like I want them to feel comfortable to come to me, to be comfortable to make mistakes and, do the wrong thing because that's how you learn in life by you know fucking up a little bit but what you think lex for me i feel like there's multiple forms of discipline i'm not going to say i'm going to whip my kids i'm not going to say i'm not going to whip my kids because i will do both um i think whipping a child with an object is comes with an age where my kid is of course a baby a toddler there's no need for their for me to whip them with a belt their bodies are just too fragile for that but I do believe when a child gets to a certain age, they know right from wrong. And it, it has to, for me to whip my kid, they have to do something extreme, like terrible. Um, I was whipped as a kid and I was also abused as a kid as well. So whoopings, um, 
did teach me right from wrong, but abuse did not. So there's a difference. Mm. Um, I, like I think that. a lot of times when you have to have patience with your child and your child looks at what you do, child's gimmick, everything you do, they, um, you're like a mirror. So if you're trying to teach your child patience, you cannot whoop your child because that's going to teach them well, I can hit or, or I can attack or whoop when I'm angry. There's other forms. You have like timeouts. You have the corner. I absolutely hate getting in the corner. So there's one. You have, you like, can just sit down. And My parents would make me go take a nap. They'd be like, go take your ass yeah. to sleep. I would hate that. Shit. And sometimes you have to sit down, sit down and talk to a child because not all, some children don't know right from wrong. So when they do something wrong and you whip them, all they know is that they just got a whooping. You have to explain to them what they did wrong. So for me, it's going to be a mixture, but mainly it's going to be me disciplining my kids in different ways. Like, okay, little boosty, walk around this big ass yard until I tell you to get down, until I tell you you can sit down. It's other forms of discipline where your kid will listen. I like what you say about like the discipline taught you how to do the right thing, but abuse did not. That's a good phrase. And you also said that like, you know, it would have to be something like really, really extreme for you to like whoop your kid. So like, what's something that like, what is something that's really extreme for you? Like, what would your kid have to do for you? To be really, like, really extreme. Um, let me think of some things some kids done done have done. <laughs> well, what's something that I did that was really extreme? What if somebody was like, what if your kid was bullying somebody? Yeah, bullying is deserves a whooping and it deserves a talk as well because you know deserves both. Yeah, that's here's an example. I have a goddaughter around other kids and she's very strong. She doesn't know her limits, mm-hmm. and she was bullying a girl and she was pushing her. And I said, "You don't do that." I popped her because she's small, so I popped her In the and back that's of her head. on her arm. Oh, that's God. good enough. That's I say that's equivalent to a whooping because kids are small. You don't want to hurt them. But I explained to her, bullying is not okay. That's something that's extreme because you can, first of all, get in really a lot of trouble for bullying and you don't want to get bullied back and it's just not a thing to do. So that is something I probably would my kid for. Some things that babies do that deserve like a popping or a spank on the butt. My nephew would go and boo-boo in my sister bed. <laughs> <laughs> instead of going to the potty, instead of going to the potty I'm like good. he... He knows better because he will pull his pants down before her bed or other day he will oh eat candles. See, I'd be saying that shit as an adult. Like sometimes like if somebody pisses me off, like like I uh so somebody we there's this cupcake bandit, y'all. At my grad party, there was a cupcake bandit. Somebody put a cupcake on my windshield. And I was like, Well, since somebody smashed a cupcake on my windshield, I kinda wanna shit on somebody's windshield because bitch that's how I was feeling so that's just very interesting to me that that kid just like pulled he consciously pulled his pants down and shit in her bed my kid shits mm-hmm. in my bed I don't know I don't know yeah some kids definitely know why from wrong and a lot of people tend to baby their child and be like kids not gonna understand no when your kid is small they understand what you show them because y'all know the first thing a kid cuss word is bitch or shit it's because <laughs> they heard it so if you put your toddler in front of something very educational or you teach your toddler something that you feel is too complex, that probably was too complex for you, does not mean they're not going to catch on. So right. kids definitely know they're smart. They mimic, they know right from wrong. They, and actually they can actually understand emotions. Kids, when they see someone crying, like they're, they looking, are you okay? Are you okay? 
people don't give kids and toddlers and babies enough credit for their intelligence. They, they are, are really smart. smart. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. I don't know. And this isn't to say, like, you know, if you whoop your kids, that's you. You know, we're so, not saying anything is right and wrong. We're not. We're not. Yeah, just yeah. Don't they, don't abuse your children. But I don't know. I just I don't know because I was whooped. I don't think I personally could do that. But also, I'm not a parent and I don't have children, and so we we can revisit the conversation when I do have kids one day. I, I might have a different opinion. You know, I guess it's different. Um, but I don't. I know. guess I, we will say we won't whoop our kids in a way that our parents did. Yeah. You know, just kind of like whoop us and have no explanation, no talk, no nothing. Even if you weren't wrong, no apologizing. That's the thing with the older generation. It's like disciplining you by, in a form of whooping without communicating and talking to you right. and checking on you, asking, are you okay? And coming back and saying, well, this is why I did this so you can learn this, you know? I do like like the other alternate forms of discipline though. Like I remember <laughs> in gym, like they used to make us like hold our arms out and like we have to like hold them there and like, you know, until they told us. I don't think parents understand how effective those are. Like I used to I did behave in class after that shit. What happened? I was okay. <laughs> I would I used to be like, I'd rather you whoop me than have me stand in a corner because I'd be standing in the corner with arm my arms up, books on my hands, on one leg sometimes. Oh, and I that's that for a long time. That's uh-uh. And then Boosie got his kids walking around that big yard in the high heat just walking <laughs> like don't no kid want to walk in a high heat they have free time to be on a video game do whatever in a spot too so it's a lot of other forms of discipline that actually are very effective boozy's also i don't know he's i mean we're not going to talk about his other we, things we're talking about yeah, we talk we're going to talk about positivity, positivity and although we all are humans we all have flaws we all have room to grow and he has that was just a great parenting skill that he had Fuck that nigga. But yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on. Let's move on. So um we talked about parenting and like, you know, because you're about to be a parent and stuff, but like, you know, it's gonna be different for people who are like, you know, untraditional parents, you know. And when I say that, I think of like people who are and you know not like what society accepts as like the standard relationship because you know we live in a heteronormative society people instantly think of man and woman as a relationship but what about same-sex relationships and so that got me to thinking you know like in different same-sex relationships or just like even exploring like you know your sexuality it's always interesting to me that you know certain things are accepted um when when women want to, you know, express their sexuality or like, you know, try and like figure it out. But when a guy does it, like it's not as accepted. And so I don't know. I just wanted want to talk. Huh? I said, do you want me to start or do you want to start? You could, you could, yeah. We, we're just, so we just kind of want to, you know, talk about like the differences that go with that and like what's accepted, what's not accepted and like, why might that be? Okay, so I feel like lesbian relationships are more accepted than um, like gay relationships because we already live in, you know, a world where men are raised to prove their, they are raised to prove that they are masculine. Mm -hmm. So in one big part, 
unfortunately, the society, one big part of being masculine is being a heterosexual. So being a gay man, it's like you're not masculine enough. Not and this is these are not my words, that's just what I experienced. And I also think that women are sexualized a lot. So yeah. because they are so sexualized, lesbian on lesbian relationships look good to a heterosexual man and because you know what they say we live in a man's world unfortunately and we live in a misogynistic society where men feel like they have to say so and they can do what they want to do so they already have they already feel like they have to be super masculine and they already feel like they are in charge so they feel as if seeing two women you know gets them up or it does something to them but seeing to men it's just not something that is appealing to the eye for other straight men and like I said sorry to say we live in a man's world and I can even speak on experience I've had with a friend that lived in a different country he never seen men on men he never seen women on women either but okay go ahead yeah I was going to say but I gotta- women on women was more accepted because he was a very sexual man and that's what he liked to see. So it all just comes down to wait. I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. No name. It all comes down to the society. I know, this, I know that I'm I know who you're talking about. It all comes down to the society we live in, the very corrupt society that we live in and what's accepted and what's not accepted. I mean, we all know that we go on social media every day and there's always a trend there's a a certain body type that's accepted back then there was a certain skin color that was accepted and now and now there's just a certain type of sexuality that's accepted because everyone just is just not on the same playing field when we are talking about mindset and that's just so sad um but I I, and I also before I because I do have a point because you you said something that made me think of something but I do before I get to that point I want to say that, you know, we're not forgetting about, you know, people who are in relationships where, you know, gender is not a thing because, you know, it's gender non-binary, but we're only speaking from our experience because that's what we're limited to. You know, me and Darren would love to have people come on the show and like talk about that experience and, you know, educate us. Um, But right now we're only talking about like that just because that's what we're limited to with our, our, our knowledge, our information. But the point that I wanted to make, you said something about somebody from a different country. And I find it interesting that when I've been, I'm blessed to have, you know, been around the world. When I've been to Europe, European countries, when I've been to places like, uh, like, you know, places that are not the U.S., I feel like they look at sexuality and sex just in a different way than they do in the United States. And I feel like it's commonly accepted. Like if you go to France and there's like, you, you know, I don't live there, so I might be wrong. You know, I, I, I do want to say that I don't know for certain. But from what I've experienced, the way that people talk about sex and sexuality, it's not like a masculine or feminine thing. It just is. It's a part of nature. And I feel like in the United States um, and primarily in you know, the black community, we make it this masculine, feminine thing, or you can't do this because you'll look this way, or you can't do this. And then and 
also I'm, I might be going off a tangent, but another problem I have with that too, within the United States with the little masculine feminine thing, in a way it's like kind of like homophobic too, because it's like you're demonizing, you know, someone being homosexual. Like if somebody does something and, oh, that might look gay or this might look that, why is being perceived as gay a bad thing? You know, why is doing that being, why is being perceived that way bad? Like if somebody told me like, oh, like Jay, like you look straight today. Like it's it's not gonna make me mad. Like I'm 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 not gonna get upset or like it won't make me. I don't know what I'm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Like being straight for you is not a problem. But so why is being gay for me a problem? Like exactly. if somebody said I look straight today, cool. I don't have an attitude. That's funny. I'm very much a lot of gay. But if somebody said you look gay today, someone would respond with a lot of anger because. Right. But I would like to go off. That's interesting that you say you feel like other countries are more accepting of, you know, sexuality and being like completely fluid and do whatever you want to do. I can actually say I have not been to a lot of different countries, but I have met a lot of different people from different countries. And I disagree because I feel like, you know, being a black African-American um, in the U.S., we don't have a lot of tradition. We don't really know exactly where we are from. And we do have traditions, but compared to other countries, they are very traditional. And from the people that I've met in different countries, that tradition is like, when it comes to sexuality, it's the same sex. And it's, it's looked down upon, especially from the older people, from older people, like I have friends that from Africa, like it's looked down upon. And even if the friends from Africa, from experiences that I had, I'm not saying this is true, but this is what I heard, this is conversations I've had with people. Being the uh, it's a man's world is very prominent in Africa as well. Like the man is su is superior to the woman, and mm. same sex is very like, I mean, uh, it's not accepted. And I had a few people from just a lot of places. I would say like if you go to Paris or France, love is love there. So I agree with yeah. that. It's all about love. Or if you like shit, even if you're in Spain or if you're in like Greece or something, like they don't fucking care. Like it is what it is. Like I just feel like this country, like we don't even like have like sex ed like as a mandatory thing in most schools when it should be like, you know, that should you know be like that, a standard. You know that a lot of people in like okay, I'm gonna speak for just like, you know, people that are from places in Africa, because that's where I get most of my conversations about being gay. A lot of, um, we actually had one on campus, I'm not going to name drop, but she had to make sure she had a work visa because- She had to make sure she, what? She had a work visa after she um, graduated because where she's from, they kill, they kill people who are gay. They kill men who are gay, let's put it like that, so. It just depends, honestly. Yeah, I yeah. think it definitely depends, like, where you are in the world. Um, because, I don't know, I just feel like where I've gone, like, I, I know you, you're limited to, to your experiences, but I don't know, from where I've gone, it's it's open. Like, I don't know, like, Brazil, all of those places, like, it's just, you know, people. And then you got to think about it like this, too. You know, when we go out the country, and um, was a lot of these times like in during college years, like you went during college years. Mm -hmm. You got to think like during college, uh, during college, they kind of take you to the places where 
even just because you know in some countries even just being from the united states is like terrible like bad yeah. you know if they, you go to some countries make sure you stay on the then this could be a complete stereotype i don't know if it's true or not but this is what they tell me as a person being from the u.s stay inside the um wherever uh what do you the call resort, it? the resort stay inside the resort or like they take you to more places where you're more accepted because if you go to where like where the real people are at and it's not a tourist like city or anything like that they will look at you like you're crazy or like you know like, what the fuck just certain things is not accepted they can tell you're not from there yeah but i don't know hopefully when i have children and I think it will. I'm, I'm not even going to say I'm going to manifest this because this is what's been happening with like advocacy and, you know, activism. This is like one of the things that I'm very passionate in and advocating for, you know, is LGBTQIA plus rights. Um, but I, I just hope that the perception will change in the future. And I know that it will, because I just think about 10 years ago, like how things were like drastically different than they are now. Like you would never see gay couples or anything like that on TV like 10 or 20 years ago. Um, just for the simple fact of the matter of that the US was not there yet, but you know, you have these French, that's where I first started seeing stuff um, like, like same sex representation on TV um, through like international films and different things that were not in this country because I feel like and outside of the US, you know, they teach sex as nature because it is nature. You need to you you need to know about this stuff, especially too. Like you know, STIs those are real, um, and you need to know how to protect yourself. What something looks like if you are you know, uh, yeah. infected. Um, oh, and for those who don't know, STI stands for um, sexually transmitted infection. I think um, they know. I mean, you. I always have to explain. You always explain. Like, you, I'm never gonna assume that people know because some people just don't. <laughs> you would think some people know certain shit and they don't, and you're just like, wow, because you know. But yeah, that it, it's really important to, for sex ed, just to like know about different things and like how to protect yourself or if something is happening to you. Like, you need to know that. And I feel like, I don't know. Maybe it. It also has to deal with you know like. U.S. in the Constitution, there's supposed to be a separation of church and state, but it's not really. This is a very, like, Christian country, I would say. You know, people, um, they they say the pledge, the pledge of allegiance and under na one nation under God. Like, it's very, like, you know. So, like, I think religion also has something to tie in with oh, that, God. too. But, you know, but that's I'm a whole kind of just like I'm kind of just like, I mind my business. My beliefs are my beliefs. I won't put my beliefs on anyone else. Um, I hope that one day we live in a world where we all notice that we are all one human race. We don't all have the same skin color. We don't all speak the same languages. We don't all, we are not all straight. We don't all have the same sexuality, but at the end of the day, we are all one human race and people just need to mind their business. You know, I do me, you do you. I'm not the type of person to judge. I like I I like humans. I like people. Yeah. So if you might if you're if you're gay and you're my friend, all I care about is that you're a good friend to me. Your sexuality does not change my sexuality. Someone's race does not make me uncomfortable. My beliefs and what I believe in and what I what I follow and what I stand by is me. I don't follow and stand by anything that is hateful to any other human being because, like I said, we are all one human race. We all believe right. the same. And we all gonna die one day. 
injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. So. And that's just on period. And I um, drink, pray, you know, drink your water, pray, stack your money, and stay off the way. And this thing is really corny. I'm gonna say this anyway because this is from like one of my show my shows that's on right now. It's called Charm. But in the first season, the mama will always say that your differences are your strengths and you're stronger together. And I really fuck with that because that's true. We all have differences that we bring to the table, and that's what makes us strong when we come together. You know. We should embrace each other's differences, I think. Um, but, you know, do what you want to do. Mind your business, that too. Imagine how the world would be if everybody just minded their business. Damn. Animals wouldn't die as much if humans mind their goddamn business. I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Animals, you'd be going out there trying to find animals and do research on it. Like, let that, let that dolphin be that dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you trying to go find shit? Talk about the mermaids don't want to expose themselves to us. Oh, you think they out there, the mermaids? You know I believe in mermaids wholeheartedly. Yes, I do. Yes, I A do. A siren, period. Yes, I do. Watch Siren on Hulu. I'm going to check that show out. Siren? Okay. But... Freeform did not pick it up, but, you know, we're going to try to make sure somebody else, another network picks it back up because it was a really great show. Speaking of TV shows, that's the perfect segue into the next topic. I'm going to let you go ahead and take that one, Lex. You got it. So the next topic is, would you rather be Gossip Girl or A? Gossip Girl. I was going to say, who is Gossip Girl? Who's A? Gossip Girl is a narrator on the show Gossip Girl back in 20. 20- to uh, 2007 and there's a new reboot and a was on pretty little liars um gossip girl was more of mm, like a high school almost bully if you want to be for real <laughs> she um she did help she did help people be become true to themselves and it was about you know the people on the upper east side of new york versus the people that didn't have so much money upper east side of new york is like the rich people and then you have A, she's kind of psychotic. Not kind of, the bitch is psychotic and crazy. Yeah. Um, she hurt people, killed people. But the one thing that Gossip Girl and A have in common is that they like people who are honest and tell the truth. Yeah. And secrets will always come to light. Can you keep it, sir? This one you'll say. Better lock it in your pocket, taking this one to the grave. And Gossip Girl was just like, you wouldn't have to worry about being embarrassed if you just told the truth to begin with. XOXO. Gossip Girl. (laughs) Well, the question is, would you rather, could you be, could you be Gossip Girl or A, or which one would you rather be? I feel like I am Gossip Girl, not because I gossip or anything, but like, I'm more of like a upfront, like, you see me coming, like I'm not hiding behind like the XOXO, like you know, like I, I'm I'm very keen on telling people about themselves right there in the moment. Um, but like, it's kind of hiding behind a social media platform though, so yeah. like a blog. So I'd be like the, the you see me coming gossip girl, but Lex can attest to that because I, I don't play that and I'm very blunt, I would say, so. My main thing I would pick, I would be gossip girl because I'm not a psychotic bitch. I don't want to be in your business that much to where I have to hurt you physically or try to kill you. Like that is not in my, not in my nature. And I probably would be Gossip Girl because at the end of the day, Gossip Girl was there hunt free. 
and Dan Humphrey was not the richest. He was not the most, he wasn't accepted mm-hmm. by the rich folk. And he kind of just wanted to let everybody know we are all the same, no matter our, no matter what bracket we fall under when we talk about social class status. So, got, and then Gossip Girl was neat. She was very calculated, classy. Yeah. And that's I would say A was calculated, but not as classy, and also just was a, a murderer. Um, they both were extremely intelligent, you can tell. Very <laughs> smart and calculated people. Yeah. I like the new one too. Like, it's spoiler alert, but the new one, I like how the teachers are Gossip Girl. I like how the new one is accepting of different sexualities, different races, mm-hmm. and not just that, different looks. Being yeah. a black woman, and let's talk about hair just to, just to throw it off a little bit. The main character in the new Gossip Girl has a shaved head, and that is very empowering. If you're a woman, you cut your hair off, you are very confident. Yes. You do not see that in a lot of TV shows. A lot of times there is a light-skinned Black girl. She is lighter toned, but usually the light-skinned Black girls mix with long, curly hair. This one is bald. And, and she she's really working well. that motherfucker. She really is. So I like I like the cast that they picked. That was very exciting to see. And that goes back to what I was saying earlier. I feel like things over time do get better. They do change. Because when you think of when the original Gossip Girl came out, that was an entirely different time um, where, you know, a lot of people of color were not being casted. A lot of sexualities were not being represented. I think it was only one black girl in there and she was mixed. Yeah. Damn best friend. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like A, or not A, but Pretty Little Liars kind of like hit the mark. I feel like they did really good with that. Like, I feel like it was... Yeah, because you had um, a lesbian relationship. The cast was pretty diverse, too, I would say. It was more white people. It, it was more it diverse more than Gossip Girl. Yeah, definitely it was more diverse. Because it was a lot of white people. You know, our our lovely Shay Mitchell, Hispanic, um, and she was also a lesbian in that show. There was a reboot to... Um, Pretty Little Liars, which I wish they would have kept it going. Oh, The Perfectionist. I like that the, the guy from Pretty Little Liars, The Perfectionist, is on Gossip Girl. Was it Black people in um, Pretty Little Liars? The Perfectionist? Yeah, yeah there was. There was a Black girl. Cat. Yeah, she was, one of the main yeah. she was still light-skinned, but that's cool. No. You know, we need more dark-skinned baddies in these TV shows, for sure. I, just, I really just want to see, like, uh, a TV show kind of like Gossip Girl or kind of like Mean Girls or like Bring It On in a way with just all Black girls. I would love that. Like a Mean Girls, but Black. Yeah. And I want to see people like Ryan Destiny, Coco Jones. We said it first, motherfuckers. So if y'all take our idea, we coming for that ass. Ryan Destiny, Coco Jones, Jackson. We need a a show that is like that, that have all dark-skinned women. I really want to see a lot more chocolate women and they're gorgeous back to a though i don't know i'm trying to see if i could find any good in a like something that was other than them like valuing the people that told the truth i don't know i just thought they was kind (laughs) of sweet though because i'm like a was like the stuff that they would fucking come up with i'm like damn like how the fuck did you even have time there was a lot of good in a actually because a revealed the do the dirty shit that they were doing like remember when they tried did you know who a was in the beginning um it was, well we're not talking about most about the actual a what 
Mona was just a puppet of the real A. Oh, Cece. Yeah. So Cece was originally, that was also diverse because Cece. Um, oh, was, she was trans. Yeah, she was transgender. And Cece revealed a lot of their dirty secrets um, that people did. And she revealed how terrible a lot of the adults were. Like the adults were sleeping with different people. Like, you know, you're married. Why are you sleeping with the lady next door? Or... <laughs> Or what other, she revealed, like, they tried to lie on Cece and say, Cece, you know, pushed that lady off that balcony, I mean, off that building and killed her. It wasn't Cece. It was the other crazy bitch. Yeah. So it was like they revealed a lot of their terrible secrets. And then you had Spencer. I love Spencer, but Spencer had some hoish ways. I Chill on Spencer. I love Spencer. She had hoish ways. Like, she always was found messing with someone else's dude. And you can't put it like that. She was smart and she was cool, but she was not perfect, just like everybody else wasn't perfect. Like, A, reveal a lot of things that needed to be revealed. I just think that she did not have to take it as far as hurting, injuring, or killing people. That fucking dollhouse, that shit was out of order. That was very much prodigy. Like, that was like, you're smart as hell, though. I'm not gonna lie about that. Oh my god! I don't think I would ever be okay if somebody kidnapped me and put me in a doll, like a actual dollhouse, replicated my room. Remember that little fucking alarm that they that A had when they would like mess up and it yeah, wouldn't go off. He made them think that they were shocking each other, but they really weren't. Yeah, that shit was. Oh my god! Very much um, torture. Very torture. Yeah, genius, but I. I... I would definitely have to be gossip girl over A. Couldn't I, I don't think I'm that smart to be A. Like what the fuck? Gossip girl is really smart too though. But I feel like I'm smart in that way. Like I'm I'm a gossip girl type of smart. I pick I can I pick gossip girl, but I feel like I can be smart in both ways. I could be A. I don't want to be A, but I could be A. I wouldn't kill them. I couldn't do it. I remember that back then everybody had the little text message tone that Aria had the little the little pretty little liar everyone has sadistic ways you can do anything you put your mind to honestly I don't know though A you ready for slap or trash yes I am all right since you're the guest I'll give you the honors of doing the first one um since I'm a foodie because I'm pregnant slap or trash would you do combination pizza rolls, slap or trash? Um, those are slap. All pizza rolls, honestly, for me are slap. Um, I put those motherfuckers in the um, what's it called? The 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 air fryer. Get an air fryer, y'all. It'll change your life. I'm telling you now. I don't, I don't have to cook. I don't have to lift a finger. The air fryer does it. Um, but yeah, I would say those are slap. What about you? I would say those are trash. The worst pizza rolls they have is combination. Really? Yes. Why don't They're you like them? They just taste weird. They taste sweet for one. Um, I like mine in the oven with some hot sauce and some ranch mixed together. Oh, uh, okay. But I would probably just get the regular pizza kind, you know. Okay. Uh, slap or trash. So you do a song with somebody and like you're on the original, but they take you off when they release the track. But they're going to put you on the remix. Like, when the remix comes out, they're going to put your track back on there. But, like, when they first release the song, you're not on it. But you didn't know they were going to take you off. Is that slap or trash? 
I want to say slap because slap because they were hating ass bitch in the beginning and haters never prevail. So their original is not going to even do any numbers. But once I hop on the remix, it's going to do numbers and skyrocket and they're going to be mad. So slap. for being. Well, I don't think they did it out of a hating thing. It was more so like, okay, so me and you recorded a song, right? And no, the, the original track that we recorded, Lex was on there, but the label was like, nah, we just want your vocals for the album, just your vocals. But you can do a remix later and then we can put her vocals back on. Is that slap or I'm going to just say slap because the underdog always prevails. Because okay. if she, if Arnest wasn't hating, the, the label sure was. There we go. Oh. <laughs> I say that slap too. And the reason I said that one, because that made me think of like, Asian doll and Meg the Stallion and like when that whole situation happened and she just played the track anyway and I'm like Asian you don't know if she's gonna release that later as a remix like you didn't I don't know like it was just that was wild remember that one track with the city girls but you know Asian was supposed to be on it Asian doll I didn't hear it I'm not on social media right now so it probably was, this was a while ago girl this was a while ago but um all right I kind of follow all positivity on my social media Period. Positive queen. That is not me. I'm aspiring to that, but no. <laughs> um. Okay. Go. It's you. Um. Ugh, why gotta be me? This one gotta be juicy. Yes, like a starburst in this bitch. This one's a little bit, you know. <laughs> Y'all can't see her, but she twinkled her hand. What the fuck does it matter? Okay, slap or trash. This is um, I have a fiance, but you know, and he will hear this. Sorry, babe. Slap or trash. Back shots. The sexual position for both. You know, any sexuality. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say trash. I'm more of a missionary guy myself. Um, I'm gonna say slap and I'm gonna say missionary is like trash it's the worst well it's so intimate are you kidding me I'm not gonna say it's the worst position before I got with my man it was the worst but now it's one of the best it, it depends on your partner but then again I didn't like back shots before my man either so it's like yeah okay they both can be intimate because he could grab your he could grab your chin like your neck and pull you back and look at you and you know I don't know. I do that, that hurts my neck. Um, <laughs> now I don't even wear your neck. It's more so your back because your back is bent. But you, you know. Yeah, you gotta bend back because they want to. Yeah, it don't hurt. It don't hurt. Uh, I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Slap or trash? I just thought of this one because you said you're engaged. Slap or trash? They propose, but with not. They don't have a ring. That's dependable. <laughs> my man had a ring. It's on my finger. Um, it's the it depends because love is love. I know honestly, back then the immature me would say trash. The me now would say it depends because love is love and the ring is just an object. Back in the day, it was not oh get this kind of ring. Everybody got a wedding band. Like if you love this person and they're not in the best situation financially, and this is the person you want to spend the rest of your life with, why are you upset about something that's material? You know, we, I feel like we get wrapped up in, get wrapped up in material too much and love. You can't see love is a feeling. Love is unconditional. Love is not, you know, Yeah. not like that. So it really depends if the person's getting down on one knee and you like, what you get on one knee for? We do not cut it. This is toxic. 
You thought I was gonna uh, stay because you said marry me? No, I'll say no quick to a motherfucking. Because <laughs> people love to say, for real, people love to say yes because they're like, oh, Mary, yes. you want to marry? I'm married. No, no, you listen, you see all the signs. So why get married to the motherfucker if you've seen the signs before? Okay. And I have another slapper trial based off that, but I'm gonna let you do yours. But first, for this one, I agree. I'm definitely gonna say that that's slap. Now, I am a grand gestures type of person. You know, I'm a whole nine yards and the ring is like the icing on the cake. But I feel like in the situation, and if it was somebody that I was really in love with, I'd be too excited that I'm engaged to even like even really care or like look at the ring. So like, you yeah. know, but all right, we're gonna do one more. So it's, it's on you. Um. Damn, you just go. You do the last one. I can't think. Okay. Slap or trash. Damn, I just had it. What the fuck? Oh, my God. <laughs> no, you got to go. I forgot it. Oh, my God. I have to try and remember it again. Okay. What, what was it? Shit. Slap or trash. Okay. Slap or trash, the new Space Jam. Trash. <laughs> really? I didn't like it. I did not enjoy it. I just I think the old Space Jam was better, but I I liked it though. That's why. That's why. I, but I really I I feel like when you do sequels, you got to do them really really well. And I feel like this was just more. Like, a lot of times. This is very know, commercially. I don't. I, and I don't really think that. I don't really think. I don't. I, I can't say that Michael Jordan was that good of an actor. But I really don't enjoy um lebron james acting but he's a he's an amazing basketball player he has a star power you know he has the rings but the space jam i wasn't feeling it and it wasn't for me <laughs> i like him i think mean, a lot of times when we talk about movies and sequels and people that are going in the industry like jay it's yeah. they are they are they you guys kind of like are just too hard i like the, i you don't like the same shit yeah, I don't like the same shit. I like the fact that Gossip Girl is a bit different. I like that Space Jam's a bit different. Why do I want to see the same movie over again? Show me something different. Show me something, you know, have a little bit of the same things, but it has to be different because it's a different movie. It's a different time. I don't know. It just wasn't. Bugs Bunny is not the same person he used to be. It just wasn't for me. I don't know. You would say it's, you, you, you think it's slap. I think it's slap. I don't think it's a terrible movie, no. It had a lot of funny parts. Bugs Bunny had me cracking up in my head, not out loud. So I remember my slap for trash. You ready? Yep. Slap or trash? <laughs> um, saying yes to a proposal, like in public, so they so you don't embarrass the other person. Slap or trash? I think that is trash. Damn. I think that you're not, I'm not about to lead you on. If it's going to be no in private, it's going to be no in public. I'm not about to wait till you get home and be like, no. You, if I'm saying, if you're getting down on one knee and I have, and you, if you get down on one knee and you know that the person can possibly say no, why are you getting down on one knee? Oh, because when you're about to marry somebody, you know that this person is for you and you know that you are for that person. So that just goes without saying, like those red flags been there. Like, no, no in front of everybody. 
I don't care if you got me a fucking flash mob. I don't care if you came with four rings. I don't care if your grandma is there. Damn. No is going to be no here or there. Because why you just make yourself look dumb like that? Because a lot of times men are very manipulative. Men or women who, because you know, women are proposing now too. And we ain't going to just put it on a man. (laughs) All human beings are manipulative. But a lot of times humans will try to give you this big old grand gesture, give you the, you know, the, you know, the favorite rings, and have you like, oh, this material is what's going to keep me. And I'm just not that type of girl. Material and money does not move me because yeah, I have my own girl. material. You're not that girl. I have my own money. So you're it's like, well, they're not that. Who not that girl? You're I'm that girl. girl. I'm that girl. <laughs> and you know how I'm that girl because I got my own money and I have my own material and stuff like that does not move me. You know, trips does not move me. Money does not move me. What moves me is how you treat me, how you respect me, how you talk to me. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that you, you in relationships, you get upset. It's it's your response after you cool down. And that's what my man has to offer. And y'all not knowing him because if y'all gonna drop and try to inside his DMs, it's gonna be a problem. Because oh. my man is my man. Okay. Let them know. know. Okay. Um, for me, what would I say? I'm gonna say that. Only how nice you are. I'm gonna say it's slap. I just, I don't know. I am very much, even though I'm a blunt, you know, very like intense person. I'm also an empath on the inside, and I just would feel so like I feel like I would get secondhand embarrassment from them being embarrassed. Like by me saying no, and so just to avoid all of that, I say yes, and then when we get to the car, I'm like, yeah, it's not gonna happen. Take this back, or I'll keep it. Whatever you want to do, I, if you if you want me to keep it, I could do that for you. But we're not getting married. I'm an empath too, but I'm also honest, so you know, I can be. When it comes to, I don't know, it. I'm not gonna be rude about it. Be like, no, you knew I was gonna say no. You thought doing this in front of everybody was gonna make me say yes. And be like, get up, get up. And I actually say this from experience. I'm not name dropping, but I had a guy that say, tell me that he was just going to propose to me after all the bullshit you put me through for years. And I'm going to say no. <laughs> I think that I think that is that is the death of what society put on women. You know, all the movies we watch, all the things like even our Disney princesses waiting on a man, waiting on marriage. I need the ring. I need the ring. So they don't, they don't care what you've done before the ring. They just accept and take the ring. And I'm just not going to do that. What's the cheetah girl say? I don't want to be like Cinderella sitting in the dark, cold, dusty cellar waiting for somebody to come and set me free. I feel it. Not at all. Not me, honey. Um, I'm a queen. I'm going to be treated as such. I feel that. I love that. This is my castle. This is my, mm-hmm. there cannot be a muck in the palace. That's uh, that's Mama D. That's straight out of her mouth. Okay. Mama D. Lex, thank you so much for filling in for Darren today. Um, He was so excited when I told him that you were filling in. He's like, this is the perfect special guest. You know, he'll be back pretty soon. That's my man. Yes. He'll be back soon. Y'all know he played devil's advocate, so y'all gonna get some juicy shit all the time. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm gonna. I, hopefully, <laughs> he doesn't get us canceled. You know. You know. Uh, we Actually, gotta... though, you know, if you if you wanted to, you could probably put if you wanted to do like a little special, all three of us, because I feel like you are like the 
the good on the middle boy. ground, the glue. Yeah, and he he plays devil advocate, and I'm like both in between. Like I can play devil's advocate, but I can also be like, hmm, no, you know. I will say there have been several situations where Lex was the angel on my shoulder and Darren was the devil. <laughs> in the other way around. <laughs> in the other way around. It's so funny. It's so funny. But yeah, I'm definitely we definitely got to do all three of us on here. But um. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure you check out. Oh, why can't I speak? This always happens at the end. Oh my God. Make sure you guys check out episode one, which happened a couple weeks ago and episode zero where me and Darren introduced ourselves with the podcast is going to be. You can follow me on Instagram at J underscore Gooden 98, where you'll get all the information um, about the podcast. Follow Darren at Ned Saturn and then Lex. We're going to lavish find- underscore Lex underscore. On Instagram, my bad. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something else. I'm like, oh, okay. But yeah. Oh yeah, but you know, different business ventures are coming soon. So hopefully, Jay will have me again, and when all my business ventures come off the ground, and my baby is here, so we can get this going. Put baby Lee on here. Like, Absolutely, mama. baby Lee. She's like, mama, on the on the mic. Period. <laughs> let him know. Let him know who your mama is. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, thank you again for coming. We will see y'all next week. Thank you. Kisses.